0: Hey, yo! What's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzoppia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the LineStar app. It's me, it's Chris Meaney. It's Monday, which means it's a whole new week. It's a fresh start, and we are here for all your DFS needs. We are the 30 minutes of information you need before you play DFS or make any wagering on Major League Baseball. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribing to the show. It should be up live this week on iTunes, so just keep an eye out for that. It'll be on Stitcher and everywhere else, be patient. I know people are asking, I can't. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. What do I do? Take a deep breath. Relax. It's a process. It'll be there. As soon as it is, you'll see us tweeting about it everywhere, and then you can subscribe. That way you know every day when the show is going to be out. Chris Meaney, welcome back from the weekend, my friend. I'll tell you, I'm a little annoyed at those uh, New York Yankees not being able to get the job done against Baltimore. Shame, shame, shame. I wanted to stand behind them and make them walk naked through the streets of 42nd Street in New York City because that was abysmal. How do you not beat Baltimore in New York? Yeah, twice. Twice. Like, yeah, I twice. mean. Twice, they ruined my whole weekend.
1: Yeah, it's, it was crazy. How, how will they ever rebound <laughs> the Yankees losing two of three at home to Baltimore? I mean, look at the AL East right now. Tampa up at the top three and one, Baltimore two and one, the Jays two and two, and then you get the Yankees one and two, and then the Red Sox got pounded in Seattle this week one and three so i mean that's that's it's baseball right and it's crazy just right. to say and we don't say oh it's baseball these things will it's happen
0: gate you got Paxton's for a start you should win that it's just yes you any, should. look, it's, it's, anyone shouldn't overreact to it it's still the right call it's still where you wanted to put your cash game money because on paper everything says that the yankees should be obliterating them in that quad a whatever the hell lineup it is but you know this is why you play the game this is why it's fun we did get a lot of other stuff right though we certainly had some shares there on the Milwaukee stuff. Uh, a few of the other pitchers, too, that we talked about very good. We missed on Pena. That was unfortunate. Didn't get him. But overall, I mean, I think it was a, a pretty decent weekend for us here at the program, and we're going to be uh, right back at it today. And I, I guess the question is, too, uh, will Paul Goldschmidt and or Christian Jelich stop hitting home runs? I no, mean.
1: the answer is no. Yelich okay. um, will hit a home run every single game. Well, okay, fine. He'll hit one in every single game at home. Let's go. So, all right. It. So ah.
0: only 81. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's an unbelievable start for him. I mean, yeah. for everyone talking about regression, and I'm sure there's going to be some, it's, it's not starting that way. He's just been, he's been unbelievable now for, you know, ever since he's put on that Milwaukee jersey, he, he really has. And it just, I was thinking about it last night, watching the Phillies and the Braves and, and just Romuto and, and all the talent that that team had. It reminded me a little bit of the Expos back in the day, just losing guys left, right, and center, and you know, not a lot to show for it, really. Um, time will tell over the next couple of years that some of these prospects that they got back you know, return some value. But, man, Yelich is great. Romuto is great. Zuna's great. There's a there's a lot of good players they've lost over the past year. And we were on Michael Pineda. We'd mentioned him as a good start against Cleveland. It's just he wasn't stretched out yet. Um, but that was a positive performance
0: from him um yesterday. He had five well, seconds. There were definitely some say. positives to take away from the weekend too. Paddock was a positive too. we oh, were, yeah, for sure we were happy with him, but we said it's it's you gotta have him in the right place and you gotta understand the yeah. ownership's probably gonna be high, which is funny because you look at today's slate and Matt Strom is super high on the DraftKings board in terms of pricing, which I was shocked. I thought for sure he'd be one of the value guys in the day, and instead he's like 9K. And I'm looking at it, and I'm saying to myself, really? That's, that's where we're going here? But that Dodger offense, too, we talked about baseball keeping, being a game of streaks, and how the Dodger offense started off so hot, and we're like, well, hey, hey let's keep rolling with it. And I think today, I'm going to go back down to that well, too. Uh, there's guys like Taylor or Turner, those guys I'm going to talk about today, that no, I'm going to stick with this offense, because right now it's rolling, and Maybe that's partially how bad the Diamondbacks are, but maybe it's also partially just how good Bellinger and the rest of that squad actually is, and maybe they're not faced by continuously losing and choking in the World Series.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, maybe they're not. I mean, they're off to a great start. They're in Seattle, right? I mean, the the Mariners are the surprising team to me. Uh, you know, I know they played a couple games to start the season overseas, but y- you know, you look at their squad and. From last year, right, losing guys, and you wondered how this season would go, and and they've just been they've been unbelievable to start the year. I know they played more games than everybody, but they lead the majors with fifteen home runs. They get forty eight runs scored, yeah, forty seven RBIs.
0: Ran today,
1: yeah, and, and
0: then and look, and, and you know, you nailed it too. The one guy who didn't hit in the last time we talked on Friday was Turner. You're like all the Turner this weekend, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he went yard, and that's because you know, good hitters, you're not going to keep down very long. So when you see a guy who's over what that is, is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to go and get a guy who's probably underowned. and professional hitters will hit. That's the same thing. I feel about Acuna right now. It's the same thing I feel about Miguel Cabrera. I'm a little hesitant now only because he got hit on the hand. He's fine, but I'm going to give him a couple days before I start beating that drum again. So let's get at it right now. And uh, there will be an early slate today. Also, you got some games, you got St. Louis, Pittsburgh, the white Sox, Cleveland, and uh, the Yankees tigers. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Yankees tigers is at six. So, Really, you got the, the couple games here in the afternoon you could go through and play, or you play the all-day, or you just play the night. When you look at it tonight, do you think you're just going for the all-day and see if you can maximize maybe getting a Clevenger involved or something like that, or would you rather just say, no, screw it, I'm going to go with the, the late games and take it from there and try to just eliminate the first two?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm mostly going to be the, the main slate, and you know, if you do jump on the main slate, you'll eliminate the the four games, and if you go the all day, you can you can get in on the Yankees and the Tigers and the Brewers and the and the Reds, which is six forty Eastern. All right, so they are
0: no, they. I'm sorry, You're, I was right initially. They are. You bad. are. Yeah, the six. So so yeah. you do have the Brewers and see. I, I'm going to go with the all day today, and the reason you get why is because i in there. Yeah, I want Clevenger. I want Clevenger against the White Sox. It's at home. I think that's a positive for them. I think they need a little positive after getting beat up a little bit. And I I think Nova's the kind of guy that will always get any offense right. So for me, I look at that as an opportunity. And I don't love the pitching today. So in cash games, if you're playing cash, I think I want to go up and I want Clevenger and I want to try to maximize that start of his personally. Uh, That's where I would go. So we're different on there. So take with that as you will. Uh, Let's continue on and take a look at where we're going today in terms of offense, where we're going today is our favorite stack so far that you look at that you like the way things are shaping up, whether it be matchup or whether it be uh, ballpark or both.
1: Yeah, well, you mentioned some of the Dodgers bats. Uh, again, you, you said this earlier, Joe, when we started this show is identifying streaks and and hot bats and teams that are just feeling it right now. And, and we'll see, you know, this at least the Mariners' offense kind of stabilized a little bit. But the Dodgers right now are feeling it, and we've talked before about some of the bats in their lineup that can hit lefties like Justin Turner. So Turner up against Drew Pomeranz I think is a is a solid way to start your, your foundation and pay up. So the, I'm interested for sure in the Dodgers, and I'm going to have some interest in the Cubs. And Sean Newcomb, I think he can turn it around. I know the fantasy community is out on him. He's not that good. But listen, he was pretty dominant last season. It's just the control and the walks, and we're seeing it – With both of these teams, actually, the Cubs walked over 20 guys in their three games against Texas. I mean, you, Darvish had seven of them alone. And with Atlanta, the same thing with some of these kids that came in over the week. Again, we had Wright. We had Wilson. Uh, They combined for almost 10 walks as well as the team that walked – um, just over 20 guys as well over the first couple of games. So um, I'm looking at the Cubs stack is, I, I think is, is one that's affordable guys like Chris Bryant buys who can hit these lefties and Sean Newcomb on the Hill. I think it, with his command is that that has the potential. I know it's eight and a half right now, the over under it's one of the highest on the board know, there's Seattle is at nine, Houston and Texas at nine and a half. I think Texas may play to the overall weekend, Joe, or all year. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, look. All he, year. We mentioned we, that. All we're, year. That was one thing that we absolutely nailed this weekend, too, in Texas, scoring a ton of runs. Mazzara looks good. Uh, Cabrera looks good. I mean, all those guys that we love. Andrews. Yeah. All those guys, I think, are going to be in play. Now, here's the tricky thing. Right off the bat, when you look at this late, Peacock popped to me as a really good potential strikeout pitcher in tournaments today. And then I say, well, he's playing against the Rangers. I really like that offense. So I'm kind of torn here. I'm I'm on the fence. I feel like if I was doing multiple lineups today, that I would want one that's got Peacock and then the other one that's got the the Texas offense (laughs) if I'm doing tournament stuff, multi-entry. Because I think this is one that could definitely go both ways. And I know that's kind of hedging a little bit, but I just think it's because the Ranger offense looks pretty good right now. And they're at home and they're continuing to ride that. I'm with you with the Dodgers too. I'm going to stick with them. So far, they haven't let me down. I mentioned already a couple of the guys I like there. And I like Urias tonight as well. At home, starting against Pomeranz, I think that's a favorable matchup for me. So, to me, I, I like the price, too. He's about the same price. He's in uh, the DraftKings range 8700 So, that's the same amount as Clevenger, which I think is funny because when you look at the pricing for the all-day slate and you look at Matt Strom, I mean, if I told you he was going to be 9200 oh, I understand crazy. Arizona's bad. I understand they're at home. But – that's, you know, that's a big number for a guy who really hasn't done it yet. I was yeah. shocked by that. He's, wor- he's more than Archer today, more than Steven Matz, even <sighs> against the Marlins. This was a shocking pricing to me.
1: Yeah, it is it's really shocking. And I was with you, you know, looking at the slate last night and, and not even looking at the prices, just looking at the matchups, the the totals and the over-unders and everything. Right, like you're that. just like
0: automatically, okay, yeah. there's the value. Strong sure. boom. Go, what?
1: But I mean if you play on FanDuel, there is there is a value there for for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, could not be more polar opposite. So sixty four hundred dollars on FanDuel, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, it's bananas. He's yeah. sixty four hundred dollars is going against Merrill, Merrill Kelly today, who's making yeah. his major league debut. And I, I, this is just absolutely bananas to me—the difference between these. You know, I'm going one by in the top five of the board, and the other guy, he's like in the bottom five. I, same guy. How does that happen? I don't understand. But I would take advantage of it on the FanDuel side. The problem is, you got the one pitcher. So if it busts out, it's going to ruin your day. Uh, but. Is that, is that price so low that you almost got to give it a shot in tournaments today? I yeah, like you, you have do. to,
1: right? You, you do. You really do. And I, I wonder if some people in tournaments will shy away and, and have our thinking like on DraftKings like, whoa, he's not that, you know, he's just too expensive. Maybe I'll go with Urias or maybe I'll, you know, take a shot on Peacock who does have some striker upside or Steven Matz who's up against Miami as well. I mean, that is a soft matchup for sure, even though they did win their last two games against Colorado. They were shut out against Colorado's aces, and Stephen Matz has that potential to shut down a team. But for Strom, I mean, 25 strikeouts and 20 innings in the spring, we know that he can strike guys out. If you're looking at his fan graph page, he's got some, he's got some swing and miss stuff. So there's a lot to like about him. And, and for the Diamondbacks, this is a team that we've picked on early. We said at the start of the season that there, it's a little bit of a watered down lineup. They've got some guys just swing and miss. They're striking out 22% of the time so far. It's not Cleveland's 38.6% so far, but it's still pretty high. So I, on the FanDuel side, to answer your question. Absolutely, he's he's like a lock. And the fact that you only need one pitcher over there, it just right. makes everything just run so so much smoother. Well, I mean, once
0: behind. you go that, that's where you go to the top of the board. You can you can go and yeah, ride the Yelich and Judges and the Trout's and Bets you could get a two of those guys in your lineup if you want, or build a, a stack of expensive guys. You you know through the Yankees today or the Brewers potentially too. There's there's a lot you could do there. Or you could go Red Sox crazy bets and Martinez too, which I think is. Um, one to strongly consider They're in Oakland. I know it's not the greatest hitter park, but at the same time, you look at the matchup on paper there against Aaron Brooks. I mean, why not? You know, I mean, you take a shot there. Uh, I think with the Red Sox, I think that's, that's the FanDuel-Strom lineup to me. It's, it's him. <laughs> and then you go with big-time Boston bats or an offense that you think is a juggernaut that's going to just make it rain today, basically, and that's what I would look at. Uh, the sneaky stack for me today is the Mets. Going against the left-handed pitcher there, you got Alonzo, you got Cano in the middle of the order who can hit anybody. So I don't worry about him being left-handed. And then Wilson Ramos, who had a pretty good series against his whole team. And I look at them and I, and I say, there's a you know two, three, four potentially where you got a spot there. Again, not a great ballpark factor, but against the lefty, you got Alonzo and Ramos, the two righties, and then Cano who hits everything. I like that as a grouping today. I think the Mets um, have showed, too, that they are hitting the ball the opposite field. They're beating the shift. They are showing a different strategy. They are getting on base. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to go to Nimmo, also a left-handed batter, and do one, two, three that way or or get a piece of him, but that's a little bit off the beaten path. But I think the Mets today are actually a team that I would look for for a little bit offense. And I think they are a team that is showing you in the early going that they're a much different offensive team than they were back in 2018.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they like everybody inside the division, they've made some improvements to their lineup. So, I, I mean, I can get behind that for sure. I have some interest in Caleb Smith, just maybe not so much today. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to watch his start. I think he's got some swing and miss stuff as well. I think it's somebody that we'll be able to talk about you know the upside is going to be capped with some of these guys that you know they pitch for Miami or they pitch for Baltimore or the White Sox. Like it's just unfortunately, you know, you you can't be chasing a win with these guys. But um, for the Mets, yeah, you mentioned some of those guys that can hit lefties. Absolutely in on board on that. You know, and I I, I hate to be chalky here, but you know, on a, on a main slate where there's only a, a handful of games, we're looking at eight games here, nine games from seven o'clock on. Uh, to me, I'm I, I'm gonna try to get as many. Rangers and Astros bats in as I can it's it's the environment it's it's this time here it's the environment and we've already seen Texas play to the over in all three of their games not to mention their bats are hot but their pitching is not that great and I'm not sold on Drew Smiley so like some of these guys that can hit lefties Carlos Correa get back in the lineup yesterday Tyler White has had some success in a small sample size against lefties as well if Guerrero can get in there he's had some success against lefties so um that's a little bit more of an obvious stack, but that's a game I feel like in when you're, especially if you're playing on the FanDuel side where you can get a Urias in there at $7,200. You can get a Strom in there at $6,400. Um, absolutely. Like that's, that's the way I'm going to go. You to pick up Brooks. Yeah. Brooks had a, had a rough, rough spring as well. I yeah. probably wouldn't be inside this rotation if there weren't some
0: injuries. Well, and that's why I'm, and that's why I'm Boston's mind today. I, I can't shake that Brad Peacock because you know, we, we've had a history with him in DFS where he's that guy who will go five innings and strike oh, out yeah. nine guys, <laughs> or even four innings and strike out nine guys sometimes. And you love that, and maybe you take that in some spots, but you, you're right. I've, I've got some lineups already that's got uh, the Estrubo Cabrera, Andrews kind of grouping, Mazzara, all those guys. I, I haven't gone the other side with the Houston. I probably should uh, with the smiley of the lefty on the mound there. But for me, it's definitely Boston today, and – I'll tell you what, the Angels-Mariners game, two with Stratton and Felix Hernandez, too, that would not shock me if that ended up being a 6-5 kind of contest, too. It seems like that has that potential. It's it's funny to look at Felix Hernandez at this point and, you know, kind of – it's almost like his other career, you know? It's like yeah. five years ago, it was some other pitcher. It's amazing with a full yeah, it really off.
1: Yeah, really is. It's, it's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's to the point where – you know, if they had one or two other guys coming up in the system, and they made at some point this year, like maybe Sheffield or whoever, that he's out of the rotation because yeah. he's been hit hard over the past couple of years. Trout has had, you know, a lot of success against him. You know, the Angels went up against a couple of gas cans this weekend and couldn't do anything really like Mike fires, couldn't do much against him. Uh, Marco Estrada couldn't do much against him. It's not a great lineup. It really isn't. So I look at that total and I see nine runs and it's the second highest total. I mean, we mentioned Texas and Houston at nine and a half. And I wonder where even with a guy like King Felix on the hill, I don't know where the offense is going to come from for LA. So I, I think that total is just still just riding these Seattle bats. I mean, these Mariners are just, they're, they're hot and everybody, you know, Healy, Santana, um, Everyone, one, th- every- Malik Smith comes back into the lineup. He's stealing bags. He hits a home run. Like everybody, one through nine, is is does, in yeah.
0: the lineup. Right now. It's it's well, really this what's April, you know, and then we'll yes. turn the page to May, and everyone will go, hey, remember that yes. weekend that every- <laughs> Seattle looked like? Sell so high at all though? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, that's well, Domingo Santana is the one no, guy that I, in that lineup I certainly believe in, and then Crossy yeah. on two, and I like Haniger as well. They get some guts. They yeah, get they, some guys, They're so. better than people realize. And if yes. Santana and Haniger play up to expectations, then all of a sudden. They're a lot better than people realize, offensively at least. The pitching still, obviously, it's going to take a lot there. But um, looking at the rest of the slate too and going through, this is that pivot too as you start to get a little deeper into these rotations, I think overall the next day or so what we're going to see over Monday and Tuesday is offense start to click up a little bit too across the board. So it might not just be a couple of these games. I think overall once you start getting into these fourth and fifth starters and guys who really aren't quite there yet or maybe shouldn't be there in the first place, even, you could argue, too, depending on injuries that rotations have had or whatnot. You're going to see a little bit of a spike here, maybe a pivot also of where you want to spend your money and how you want to spend your money. Maybe a little bit off the pitching, a little bit more towards the offense, depending on how you want to set up the budget. Do you agree with that uh, for the uh, next day or so?
1: Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I These offenses will start to get ramped up a little bit. and definitely going to want to, you know, like I said, I mean, it may feel like chalk for sure. Like we've talked about the Yankees over the past couple of days and, and, and you know, putting your money on them. Eventually, you know, it's going to turn around like some of these guys are going to be hitting. And it's not going to be the Delano Shields that are just racking up grand slams. It's going to be some of these bigger bats. So um, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm starting today with Houston, like Houston, that Houston, Texas game is that's one that's on my radar. And I think the Red Sox could be underrated for people who, when I say underrated, I say maybe low owned. With, a, with Well, a I think they look ownership.
0: at Oakland and they go, eh, it's, you know, if this was in Boston, yeah. totally different. But it, what, the, the Red Sox can't score runs outside of Boston? Of course they can, you know, yeah. especially when there's a good matchup like this, and I believe there is one. Uh, I'll tell you what, too, the other big surprise so far opening baseball week was the Toronto Blue Jay rotation. I mean, I was all set to be hammering against them, and basically they gave up zero earned runs over the three starts that they had. Those, yeah. those three pitchers. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not exactly a who's who, you know, it's Schumacher. Uh, I'm not the biggest Stroman guy, but he was good in the first start. And then he got Thornton too. I mean, shocking so far. So I don't know if Sean Reed Foley's the next guy. I don't know.
1: Another guy who had a rough, rough spring, but he could, but he has potential, right? He's got strikeout know, potential. He know, 14 but... earned runs in 15 innings, but look at the matchup. And I think, you know, that's something that it's a great call by you. And it's something we'll have to monitor. You know, when you look at the Jays and the Tigers or the Jays and the Orioles or Miami, like some of these other teams that people just gloss over, they're no good. I'm not even going to think about them. Well, a matchup like you mentioned, Shoemaker, who's got some strikeout potential and has always
0: had, He's had great he's had control, runs. and he's had runs in his career. Yeah, where he, he has great for six, seven starts, and then he exactly. falls off the map. That's exactly, the and you know what? Those starts will probably happen when he
1: faces a Red Sox team or a Yankees probably. team. And that, and that's like why, that.
0: and that's why DFS wise, that's that's the kind of guy you'll take a shot on. Absolutely, yeah. Season long, that guy will kill you <laughs> because you're going to be, you know, you don't have to worry about dropping him or how much fab you spent on or anything. But in the DFS world, if if he's on one of these runs you can use him when he's on those runs and then just discard him from your mentality completely whenever he starts to pitch like the other side of Shoemaker that we've seen in the past. And I was just I was shocked all along. So I don't know if it was more of an indictment on the Tigers or... I think it was a little
1: bit of both. Is it a I little mean, bit of both? Yeah, okay. I mean, you see the Tigers this weekend hitting 156, and look at the Blue Jays, 177. I mean, with that yeah. that series alone, both both teams are having issues getting on on base. But, I mean... A little bit of both, though, for sure. And for Shoemaker, we'll see where his his next start lines up. But he's got strikeout potential. And uh, and it all depends on the matchup.
0: All right, let's go through some of the positions today. Uh, I'm a big fan today. If you're playing the full slate of Cervelli, puts contact on the ball and also hits pretty decent in the middle of that order. I think he's hitting fifth today. They already released that lineup. I also love Ramos, as I said before. Uh, for me, at first base, I mentioned Peter Alonzo being – or should I say Pete now? You got to say Pete, yeah. Pete. I, I don't want to upset Mr. Alonzo. Good uh, start for him. A really good start for him. And a tall order facing three great pitchers, three of the best pitchers in the National League exactly. back-to-back. Yeah. I think this is a big, big, deep breath for him against a lefty and Caleb Smith where I think you want all kinds of shares of Alonzo in this one personally. I think this is a great situation for him. Uh, on the second base side, I think Torres is a guy in play today. Uh, and for sure it, and Cano, you mentioned Altuve. Those are guys too, that I think you can roll with. And to a lesser extent, if you want to go down a little bit, Peraza, I think could be a sneaky one too, uh, potentially if you're playing the all day on the third base side, it's Drupal Cabrera. That's, you know, sticking with the Texas theme today, that's kind of where I'm looking. Same thing with shortstop. Uh, a lot of us, Cabrera, a lot of him, uh, and, uh, Andrews, so this kind of that combination of those guys, At third base, the other guy for me is Justin Turner. I like putting him, uh, Chris Taylor, some of those guys, those lesser Dodgers. They're going to be a little less expensive. Those are the guys I'm looking for. And the outfield, Kane, Mazzara, Markekis. Those are some of the cheaper guys that I think have good matchups today that you like. Also, A.J. Pollock. And if you want to spend up, it's Boots and J.D. Martinez on the FanDuel side with Strom. That's money in the bank, I think. I think that is my favorite threesome of the day. Uh, baseball related, obviously, Uh, but that I look at as a great way to take a, a chunk of budget there and probably for, let's see, six, five, 10. I mean, basically for 17K, those three players, that's a pretty good value, I think.
1: That is a good value. And, you know, you mentioned Marcakis. I think that's, that's a good call by you as well. And, and to keep an eye on like if you, and the Braves are going to score a lot of runs this year. They really are. Like, Yeah, they got swept in Philadelphia. They Acuna's going
0: to be better. fine. I know good. he's yes. hitting a buck 50. It's fine. These, don't worry yes. about
1: it. Three days. Do uh, not worry about bad. it. But what, what I like about Marcakis is, is he, he finds himself in a good spot in the order, like in the fifth spot, like last year in the fourth. Nobody's had more RBI opportunities than him over the last two years. And at $3,700 sitting in the fifth spot in that lineup; these guys are going to turn it around. It's going to be one of the better lineups in the National League. There's no question about it. And it may start against the Cubs, who, like I said, have just they've really just struggled with their command and they, I mean, walking guys left, right, and center. So that that could be another high-scoring game. The stacks are expensive, but there could be a lot of runs in between that Atlanta-Chicago game.
0: All right, let's shift gears a little bit here and uh, take a little look about. Some of the betting on the board, some of the wagering going on today. Some of our favorite road teams that sometimes are underdogs, but really shouldn't be. Uh, Milwaukee is a road favorite in this one against Cincinnati, which I think it's hard not to like Milwaukee right now. I know Tanner Roark's pitched very well in the spring, but it's hard even on the road now to go there. Uh, looking at the Cubs right now, they are the favorite against Atlanta at home. I think Atlanta is the home. Uh, this is a tricky one because I'm I'm not sold on Newcomb either, mm-hmm. but Atlanta at home, to me I don't know that's that's one where I kind of have pause. Does this one give you pause at all, or not enough pause to make a <laughs> to make a wager on it?
1: Yeah, uh, I. If I were to pick the, between the two, I'd take Atlanta, the the home team, home dogs, home opener, a little rebound here. But I, I like the over. That's, that's a game where I think there's going to be some runs, the eight and a half. In fact, it's actually come down. It's, it opened up at eight and a half. It's now at eight. I think there's going to be some run scored in that in that ball game. So that's that's one of my favorite bets. And, and I said earlier is, is Texas. I mean, it's three for three picking the over against the Cubs all weekend long and I'm going to continue to, to ride that out. So it's like both teams are not playing each other anymore, but I'm still monitoring what they're doing. And <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, still the love. Yeah. I'm still in
0: love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you too. I agree. I'm, I'm on that Texas bandwagon with you until it's proven differently. Uh, and then I'll tell you what too, you got Seattle at home against the angels and uh, that one's practically a pick them right now. So I mean, I just got to take the hot team in Seattle. Yeah, I agree. I think that's where I'm going as well with that one. The uh, Colorado Rockies, by the way, too, that loss of Daniel Murphy from a DFS standpoint, you know, even from a season-long standpoint, I know a lot of Garrett Hampson people out there who are saying, oh, when's he going to get at bats? How's this going to work with him and McMahon? And then they see the Murphy injury and they go, okay, boom, clarity. McMahon will play some first base and then Hampson will play. Is it clarity or are we going to get a ton of Mark Reynolds and it's going to get muddy and weird?
1: yeah it's gonna get muddy and weird at least for the this first bit like mark reynolds has had some success a couple of years ago he had a phenomenal season in colorado right i mean he was he was great so he's gonna get some at bats but i think over time it'll play itself out i really do i think that reynolds is he I don't feel like he has a whole lot to offer um and maybe it's a platoon situation but i think hampson gets in there i mean the big winner is mcmahon he's he's the guy that's gonna get every day at bats now whether it's at first second and move him around uh wherever they want he's you you know, he's carried a strong spring over into a decent start here um, in 2019. So I, I think he's the clear winner, but Hampson will eventually get in there. But man, it is like that was the initial that was my initial thought too. Joe is. Oh, with this injury, tough, tough blow, obviously. I mean, for Murphy, seeing specialists specialist looks like he could be out several weeks. And I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, Hampson will get in there right away
0: called mallet finger, which I've never heard of. Yeah, no, me neither. I, yeah, I don't know if that, that means you <laughs> hit your finger with a mallet. <laughs> like, is that what it is? Like, I, is that the equivalent? I have no idea. Mallet finger. It,
1: it may be the equivalent because, you know, I read that he's out at least seven weeks, if that's the case. That's
0: cru- that's crushing to you. It is side. crushing. Yeah. You know, he spends all that money. And well, finger- and it's weird because you're in Colorado and you had a glut of young infielders. Right. And then you go sign Daniel Murphy and you're thinking to yourself, well, why did he do this? Yeah. but. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's perplexing to say the least. Um, But what are you going to do? It's, it's something you, you can take advantage of I think in daily more than season long right now. So if you're, if you're willing to be one of those folks who plays and is watching lineups till when lineups go live that you could see when Hampson's in or when McMahon's in, especially when you get to Colorado soon, which is coming by the end of the week. Yeah. That's I think something you look more closely at. It's like, okay, who's in, in Colorado, if both of them are, I think they're both in play. Whoever is in, if one of them are, are in play. I yeah. mean, that's that's how you got to play it right now. And McMahon is kind of, he's, he's getting slightly
1: disrespected. If you look at the DraftKings prices and you see Hampson 41, Reynolds 4,000, McMahon 4,000. Like McMahon is the guy who hit like four something in spring. He's hitting 357 over his first couple games already to start the season. He's moved up in the order because of this injury. Like he started in the seventh spot. His first two games, seventh spot, seventh spot. Now his last two games hitting in the fifth spot. He's got a hit in every single game. He's getting on base. He's scoring runs. He's got some power. So I think he's in I think he's the big winner. Like I, I really do.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh obviously we didn't mention David Price either. Another guy too is going to be very chalky. You know, we're not always going to mention the guys who are expensive and chalky and good. But right. if you do want to go complete chalk and do stars and scrubs, you could put Price in you can do price bets, JD. It's possible, but you got to really kind of slum. you got to slum on the second pitcher big time on the DraftKings side, which it means, I mean, looking at the slum version, <laughs> the slum dog millionaire version, it's kind of tricky. Uh, you, I mean... I'm, I'm not even
1: in on price. Don't do I, it. I'm
0: not, I'm not either. I, I, to yeah, you, you can do it. I don't think it's... I think the positive is going to be outweighed by the negative. I think some of the negatives there that... The other guys you have to add into your lineup are going to pull it down. So I'd much rather go with that on the FanDuel side with the Boston stack and Strom. I think that's a much easier thing to get behind personally. Uh, who is the trap pitcher of the day? Is there one for you? Is it Price? It might is- be
1: Price, yeah. <laughs> it might, I know Chris Davis struggles a little bit against lefties, but, I mean, this guy is just – is he one of the most underrated players in baseball? He really oh, is. Like,
0: and I love that he hit his first home run at 247. That's uh, you, know, you, can't, you can't make that you stuff can't up. You can't make it up. You really can't. I'll yeah, tell you what, I think mom, Kyle man. Hendricks is a trap today. Uh, there's something about yep. that in Atlanta. Yep. They haven't really gotten going on all cylinders yet. They get home. You know, I think that might be one to keep an eye on personally. I, I, yeah, that, I that's, that's one where call. I'm staying away. I think he's the trap for me today.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's a good call. Atlanta, just get, get out of it. The, there's a lot happening in Philadelphia this week, and it was a great series for them and Bryce Harper and, yeah. and their home fans. It and was, I think
0: they just kind of got steamrolled by that. Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, look at this, this Cubs pitching, 20 walks they had. I mean, look at the top, like 27 walks for the Diamondbacks.
0: And we were right about Hamels too. I mean, it it wasn't as good as we wanted it to be or as bad, I should say. Yeah, it's
1: bad. But him in
0: Texas is no good. You I got promise cracked. you next, by the end of the weekend, we'll be right back on Hamels once he's back in, Virginia yeah. in Chicago. It'll be fine.
1: So the key is here, like, this is why I'm bringing this up. Like, Don back's 27 walks. Mariners play. Mariners and the Athletics play a little bit more than everyone. So they're two and three in walks. But Orioles, 22. Cubs, 20. Braves, 20. Red Sox, 19. This is... You know, you, you take a look at the starters sure the walks, but also because what we mentioned, some of these starters are not stretched out, not going the distance. Michael Pineda, for example, they knew he was only going to toss about 40 pitches or so, and that's what he did. They pulled him out, and Perez gets in there and gets lit up. Some of these bullpens that are coming in, some of these arms, are not, they're not feeling it yet either. So, I mean, teams yeah, are going well, to their bullpen it, a lot earlier than they normally would come and in. And the last
0: guy for me who was a trap is Domingo German, too for the Yankees today. I think he's sure, a, trap. Yeah. It's a little chilly here in the New York area. I don't think he's going to be long for this game. Five innings would be glorious, but I, I know you see Detroit and how bad they've been, and, it, and you kind of might want to go down that well, but I think for the price, I mean, for $400 more, give me Urias against Absolutely. San Francisco yeah. at home in a better, better climate, better everything. I, I think that's just a, that's a no-brainer. Actually, $400 more, you can have Clevenger if you're playing the all-day slate <laughs> as opposed yeah. to Domingo Ramon over on the DraftKings side. So that'll do it for us. Like I said, make sure you're subscribing to the show and uh, that way you get all the updates of whenever it comes out and drops every day. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePizziPia17 and at Chris Meany. Make sure you're downloading the uh, LineStar app. So basically you can listen to the pod, you're on there, you can optimize your lineups, you can use all the tools in there to help create lineups and get ready for the day, see all the splits, all the matchup information right there on the LineStar app, and that's where, that's where the money's really made. That's what it's all about. We'll be back tomorrow again because every day is a new slate. That'll do it for us here on On Deck. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step up to the plate and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids.